Welcome to Psalm 61. This is a familiar psalm to most of us. Some of us have even memorized the psalm and to some of us we can sing the psalm. I remember us growing up one of the groups that I listened to on the tape was the Maranatha group and they sang a lot of psalms. So as I was studying and preparing the psalm, I found myself humming the psalm along and believe me, it is just beautiful to be able to sing some of the psalms along. What a wonderful way to commit the psalm into our heart. Now in the psalm, David is in some sort of a trouble. However, we are not sure of the exact circumstances, but it does seem to have come after he came to the throne because of a reference to him as king. Some believe that this psalm came from a time of Absalom's rebellion and David is running away from him. Well, David is truly troubled and overwhelmed and we can certainly find a lot of comfort from this psalm, especially when we ourselves are overwhelmed in life. Verses 1 and 2, David prays, Hear my cry, O God, attend to my prayer. From the ends of the earth I will cry to you. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. One of the things that hit us hard when we are overwhelmed is to feel far from God, distant from God. And here David is far from the city of God that is Jerusalem. He's far from the presence of God which is the tent, the sanctuary of God. Yet he says, from the ends of the earth, I will cry out to you. Now that is the power of prayer, isn't it? doesn't matter where we are in life today, when we call out to God from the confines of our fear and our limitations, our end of the earth, God promises us to hear us from the expanse of his universe. Yes, David was far from the house of God, yet he was confident to cry out, knowing fully well that God will hear him. And so I say, God is just a prayer away. Call out to him from the ends of your world. And what is David's prayer? He says, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Now David wrote the psalm as a king. So humanly speaking, he had reached the top of the ladder. But he realizes that this wasn't just enough. He needed something higher than himself that will hold him steady. Now how true this is in life for each one of us. There are times we are at a place where none of our resources, our money, our contacts, our influence, our affluence, nothing seems enough. We need something higher. A rock higher than ourselves, a stronghold, a refuge, a cliff that will give us stability. And who else can be the better rock than Jesus himself who can bring us stability into our changing world. So after crying out to God to attend to his prayer and to lead him to a higher ground, David recounts of God's faithfulness in the past. Yes, David recounts of God's faithfulness in the past. In verses 3 and 4 he says, For you have been a shelter for me, a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in your tabernacle forever. I will trust in the shelter of your wings. Now David remembered that God had answered such prayers in the past. In the past, God himself had been a shelter and a strong tower for David. Now I must say this is amazing because it is when we remember God's faithfulness over our past life is when it releases fresh strength upon our lives to face the new challenge. We are assured and reassured that God of the past will be the God of today. He will be faithful to hear our prayers. And it is here, I think, sharing our testimonies in church and in small groups are so helpful. Because just when you're sharing of God's faithfulness over your life, is someone listening to you just about to give up on life? And your testimony of God's faithfulness releases in fresh hope in that person's life. 
Come on, hasn't someone else's testimony helped us in our own time of grief and doubt? And David says, in the light of your past faithfulness, I will continue to abide in the safety and under the shelter of your wings, O God. And from verses 5 to 7, David assures himself of God's care. He says, For you, O God, have heard my vows. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. You will prolong the king's life, his years as many generations. He shall abide before God forever. O prepare mercy and truth which may preserve him. Now David confidently expected God's blessings upon his reign, not because he thought so highly of himself, but because he thought so highly of the Lord who keeps his promises. And may I say, as New Testament believers, we have the promise of life that is eternal, that we will dwell in the presence of God forever. In fact, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 17 and 18, Paul writes, For this light momentary afflictions is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. But may I also say, God also shows his goodness upon us in the land of the living. And therefore, verse 8, he says, I will sing praise to your name forever. I will sing your praise to your name forever. Dear friends, the intimacy of your prayer will often depend upon the proximity of your relationship to God. The intimacy of your prayer will often depend upon the proximity of your relationship to God. So may I ask, do you delight in prayer or is prayer only an emergency exercise to get out of trouble? David cries out to God in his intimacy with him, confident that the Lord over his past life will hear him no matter where he was and whatever situation he was in. He was sure that God will lift him up to a rock that will never sink. Prayer certainly brought him to the Holy of Holies. Yes, prayer changes everything. It changed David and his perspective towards his problem. And in the end, David is not pleading, but he is praising God. In the end, David is not pleading. He is praising God. And isn't that wonderful that we come to God to cry out from the ends of our world, pleading and asking for help. But in the end, we end up praising God for his faithfulness and his deliverance upon our lives. Shall we pray? Lord, our Heavenly Father, let me never hesitate to cry out to you when I'm overwhelmed. Thank you that you hear my cries, that your ears are ever open to my pleas, my petitions and my prayers, that you promise to lead me to a rock that is higher than I. So dear Lord, establish me daily on the rock, my Jesus, and may he be my constant delight always, O God. And as David, may my prayer result in praising God and rejoicing in your everlasting love. And this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen.